0: From the Ty Cats Audio Network. This is Ty Cats Today with Louie B. Yes, it is Ty Cats Day for a Wednesday, May the 25th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out on the Ty Cats Audio Network as we check in from Ron Joyce Stadium at McMaster University in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, day seven of training camp as the Ty Cats. Inch closer to the start of the season, and that helps. That starts with a preseason game this Saturday against the Alouettes at Tim Hortonsfield. Can't wait to see the fans back at the Donut Box. And you can make sure you join us by going to tycatsca slash tickets, or you can listen to the game exclusively on the TyCats Audio Network on Saturday night. Seven o'clock kickoff will be on the air at six o'clock with your pre game coverage. As mentioned, day seven wrapped up here and coming up on today's show, we're going to hear from the head coach and president of football operations, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice. We'll hear from QB1, Dane Evans. He made himself available. And I'll go one-on-one with the offensive coordinator of the Ticats, Tommy Condell. He's also an assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach. And Cameron Kelly, second-year linebacker how uh, well, he's preparing for the season, how his offseason went, how the first couple of days here at camp are going. So that's all coming up on today's show. couple of transactions to let you know. Actually, just one transaction to let you know about, and that's that the Ticats have signed second-round global draft pick, Blake Hayes. He's a punter. He was originally selected by the Ticats in the second round. Tenth overall in the global draft held earlier this month. He's 6'6", 225. Hard to miss out there on the field at 6'6", 225. A native of Melbourne, Australia and played 57 games over five seasons at the University of Illinois. In a corresponding move, the team announced that national kicker and punter Dante Brown had been released. Well, Coach was asked about the new signee in Blake Hayes, and we'll hear what he has to say about that in just a second. But before, he was asked about Saturday's game and what he's looking for from his team,
1: and here's what he had to say. Uh, the markers, uh, we just really want to evaluate, right? It's, uh, we, we've kind of done what we can do uh, amongst each other. It's, it's time to play against somebody else. You can never really go full speed, right? We're always encouraging them to practice like pros, do what makes sense. And so they can't ever really turn it loose. So this is a chance for them to turn it loose, and then see how we play as a team for four quarters. Uh, It's hard to simulate a game, so I'm most excited to play the game. Oh shoot, he was out here. He was out early. That's a good thing. He was out early, and uh, you know I got a chance to meet with him and talk with him a little bit. He got in late last night, and then obviously got medical. But uh, you know we've done. Drew and those guys did a great job in the background. So we've you know. you feel like you know somebody better than you do, but uh, first impressions are he's, he, he can definitely kick the ball. Oh, the coaches will have some sore backs and things from standing, you know, but um, I'll tell you what, I, I truly do. I really love this group, and we've got some, some fresh faces, some fresh energy, uh, along with some, some coaches that understand uh, our culture but uh, and our environment that we've created, but um, it's been fun coach Butler uh, and player Butler were both vocal they, that's the way he, uh, he played and approached the game and uh, he brings a little bit of fire to practice and uh, it's fun it's fun watching him in his element and you know Casey's got plenty of energy also so those two are doing a great job uh, and you know along the lines of the coaches they've been really good about allowing other coaches to help them out uh which in, which entail which you know basically in turn helps us to do more during those periods
0: that is the head coach and president of football operations orlando Steiner, as we caught up with him after practice and a reminder that full scrums available at TyCats.ca. All right, we had a chance to catch up with Dane Evans as well today, and uh, Dane, of course, quarterback number one. Now, one full week into training camp, and we, when we caught up with him, wanted to know what he has seen so far from his receivers. We've been asking other people what they've seen from Dane. Now, time to flip the script and uh, see what Dane thinks of his receivers so far at camp. And here's what he had
2: to say. Yeah, they've been they've been grinding, man. Um... We do have a lot of chemistry with the guys coming back. Um, I mean, you know, Braylon, I always call him quarterback five or quarterback four. However many quarterbacks we have, he's the next one. Um, So he sees the game just like we do. Tim and Steve are killing it. Poppy is doing his thing. Um, Ternowski and Dave are just exactly what you'd expect them to be, just they're in the right spot every time. And then some of the new guys coming in, man, I'm I'm really impressed by them. Uh, I think Emmanuel Butler is somebody has definitely caught my eye. He's very versatile. We have him in kind of a – kind of a unique spot right now, and he's really excelling in it, you know? Um, I I really like how he plays the game. Uh, Vic is playing really well, man. Um, Keandre Smith is doing really good. He's gotten to run with the ones last couple days just because, you know, we rotate everybody. And uh, I've been impressed with all our guys. Every single person in the receiver room has really impressed me. And a lot of the guys, the newer guys, are like new to the CFL in general too. So they've learned the waggle, trying to read defenses on the fly. So there's been a lot put on their plate, but they've been doing a great job that's the biggest thing is the consistency. And now, and, and you know, like when we call a play, we go to the line or whatever, like I'm the last person I talked to is the running back. So the fact that me and Don are on the same page with everything, me and TRLs have been on the same page since I've been up here because he was my scout team running back in 2017. Um, last year when I was coming back off injury, Wes was my scout team running back. So I've gotten a lot of reps with a lot of the guys. And even Deshaun coming in, uh, Deshaun Lee, he's, he's really impressed me too. I mean, our scouting department does a fantastic job um they they never bring someone in they can't play, right? Like every time they bring someone in they can play ball and and it just keeps impressing me every time. Yeah, he's kind of like our spark plug honestly on offense. He uh He's somebody the other day, there was a little scuffle, and of course, who was right in the middle of it, Don, but that's the way you want it, right? That's that's the type of guy you want on your team, um, but he's also the first guy to tell the defense great play. He's the first guy to go give a lineman a big old hug when he springs him on a block, so he's kind of our spark plug, and I think, like you said, he, just the consistency and the, the every day he brings it type thing is something we really cherish from him on offense.
0: That is the quarterback of your Hamilton Tiger Cats, Dane Evans, as he spoke after practice today, talking about his receivers, his running backs, and the then specifically about Don Jackson there at the end and uh, if you've been down here you've you've seen that Don Jackson is a a little ball of energy he's not that little but he's definitely a ball of energy the spark plug as as Dane called them there and it's it's contagious and I've had lots of conversations with him uh, on the field in between scrums uh, already and uh, a great guy and a great player for this team, but, oh, Hills has looked really good, Sean Thomas Erlington's looked good, Malik Irons has looked really good, so the Ticats are looking good (laughs) on offense, and you heard it there from Dane himself. Speaking of the offense, it's coached and led by offensive coordinator and assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach, that's Tommy Condell, and I had a chance to catch up with him on the Ron Joyce turf after practice today, and we started off kind of with that, about how nice it was to be back on the field. Tommy's kids have been around so far and uh, Tommy reflecting on uh, what it's been like to be back at training camp in in a bit more normal times.
3: Oh gosh, you know, we we preach every day a family atmosphere of the traits and the things that we try to build here. But also, because all the players, and I should say a lot of the players, a lot of the coaches are away from their families. And if we can give At least a moment of time to have one of our children, which, you know, Luke comes in here, Jeremiah comes in from Mark's, you know, it's just, they feel it, you know, and they get a chance to see us interact with our sons just like how we interact with them. So it's it's been very exciting.
0: It seems like it goes back to what oh preaches, what you guys preach. It's not about being a great player, it's about being a great person off the field too.
3: You got to be a great teammate, and in order to be a great teammate, it encompasses a couple of things, right? Trust, honesty, integrity, responsibility, and that's what we preach on a daily basis here with a commitment to those great things that we do. And uh, we'll see where it all falls. We're becoming a team first. We build the foundation before function, as you hear all the time, and that's what it is. That's the foundation. Uh, What is your first impression of what you've seen this week? The guys are really excited, number one, to get out here. Uh, They're excited about getting, believe it or not, getting into the meetings, being able to take those meetings and apply them out here. And even the young guys are the first time that they're getting out of here to actually see CFL football. And those guys are starting to come on up where it's not so totally foreign. Now those guys are growing. We've got a lot of guys at different positions. They're learning everywhere. We're putting a lot of pressure on those new guys. Let it be from the offensive line and skill guys. They're moving all over the place, and that's going to really stress their ability to
0: make sure they can retain it conceptually. Uh, the one thing I've heard from players, from people I've talked to who have been watching this team this week, is the leadership of Dane and just what a step he's taken from last year to this year. What have you seen from him? I think Dane, you know, even in 2019, did that
3: as well. Uh, so I think the leadership is just naturally innate with him so there's not so much of a change or anything like that I think it's more of an opportunity in regards to just sort of the way the environment is and in the in in the position that he, that he has you know also creates the decisions and the leadership things that he has to do.
0: Um, in terms of the playbook it, Dana said that you guys were talking almost every week during the offseason then he got here so just how different is your playbook this year?
3: It's always about the players, right? So whoever whoever's going to be playing, not only from the quarterback position, but the skilled guys, offensive line wise and running back wise, and what we can do and what we need to be right now. It ever it's ever evolving. You have you started the season and you have to see where you go. That's why I'm so excited to see the preseason games that we didn't have
0: last year. And just speaking of the players here, you got a lot of returning pieces from last year. Obviously, some key pieces missing on the line and a couple of receivers, yeah. but when you look at it, you got a lot of returning pieces. Um, what does that do for you? I th- you know, the thing, the returners, and
3: but there's enough guys that have come in and are, 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 that are new, so to speak. Every time that you bring those players in that are new, it's, it builds a different dynamic, a different chemistry if you will but the players that have been here that are understanding let it be from the concepts let it be from a verbalization how we coach are able to take that step and teach you know the Braylands, the stephen dunbars you know stephen dunbar and tim Moy and poppy white those are only two second year guys it's not like they're heavy vets but they're able to now take their position as a teacher too as well and that creates a dynamic that we want and need
0: that is the offensive coordinator of the Ticats, Tommy Condell. He's also the assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach of the Ticats. And uh, before we go, I had a chance to get another one-on-one with second-year Sam linebacker Cam Kelly. And uh, Cam has made a name for himself last season, an emphasis, an exclamation point in the Grey Cup with a pair of interceptions and uh, a lot of people saying he was on pace or was looking like the guy who would have been the Cats MVP had they won the Grey Cup. Don't need to go down that road. As you know, we have a rule on this show that we talk as little about the 2022 or 2021 Grey Cup, excuse me, as possible. The 2022 Grey Cup, we're, we're psyched for here on this show. Saskatchewan, Regina, can't wait for that as the 109th Grey Cup goes. And nice time to remind you, the 110th Grey Cup? Yeah, it's coming back to Hamilton 2023. Mark your calendars. Uh, Make sure you're there because if you were at the 2021 version, you saw how amazing it was in COVID times. Imagine a year and a half from now where we could be. So uh, very exciting that uh, the Grey Cup's coming back. But again, I digress. Uh, Cam Kelly had a huge game in the 2021 Grey Cup, and we had a chance to catch up with him after practice today. And we started off just by asking how his first week at camp has been and just how different it's been from year one to year two. Here's what he had to say. It's
4: a, it's a little bit easier, you know, just kind of knowing, understanding the game, uh, knowing my landmarks in the field, and then um, having just a better understanding of the defense and just, like, what we're trying to do as a, as a whole. And knowing the landmarks of the field, that changes this year with the hash marks. What have you
0: noticed uh, in the week playing on this uh, different
4: field here? Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's football is football, you know, regardless where the hash marks are. Um, but, honestly, I mean, the boundary isn't really much of a boundary anymore. So... Uh, that's that's kind of really about it you know that's really the only thing I've noticed
0: are you uh do you anticipate the ball being thrown
4: a little more to your side this year or how do you Um, I mean I hope so yeah like I want them to throw the ball to me every play if if possible you know so uh you know honestly I feel like uh we're gonna have a good year you and Jovan and Simone really had
0: instant chemistry last year you played all uh 18 games together where does that come from and how do you build on that this year
4: um, just getting to know each other as people, you know, off the field and, you know, just loving one another and, uh, just constantly working, constantly communicating, asking questions, uh, and, you know, just having the mindset of just wanting to learn and grow every day.
0: And obviously with your spot on the football field, you do a lot of work with the secondary. There's a lot of experienced guys, uh, around this year in the secondary. What have you been trying to take out of them?
4: Um... I just try to be a sponge, you know, soak up as much information as possible. You know, these guys have seen a lot. They've done a lot, you know. So um, every question I ask, they always have a, a good productive answer that helps me. And, um, you know, honestly, we all just want to make plays. So.
0: And you had such a big game in the Grey Cup, but it didn't go your way. How do you put a loss like that? How did you put a loss like that behind you in the offseason?
4: I mean, the sun came up the next morning, you know. Um, we got another season this year, and I, I feel like, You know, we're back, and everybody's just more hungry. You know, we just want to work, and at the end of the day, we want to win. You know, so we're just going to do whatever it takes to get to our end goal. And that is second-year linebacker
0: Cameron Kelly, as we caught up with him after practice, looking to build on a successful rookie season where he was all over the field and where him he and Jovan Santos Knox and Simone Lawrence Had some great chemistry and, uh, again, just looking forward to building on a great year last year heading into this season, which a lot of these guys are trying to do. All right, that'll do it for us today. Thanks for checking us out on the Ticats Audio Network. We are back tomorrow getting you set for Saturday's game where the Ticats set to take on the Montreal Alouettes to open the preseason, which you can exclusively hear on the Ticats Audio Network. For all of us here at the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louis B., hoping you have a great day.